A program testimony from Lisa. She says, week three, day one, my get to. Today I got to walk five minutes, run six minutes, and walk five minutes. I love this so much. I don't have to. I get to run a whole six minutes that I would never think possible. I could not believe what she said when she said, I have 15 seconds left. End quote. That is from Lisa. Uh, back in our official Revelation Wellness community page, if you have not joined our official community page, you're welcome to do that. We'll have a link in the show notes for you. Uh, Lisa is a participant in our Couch to 5K program. You guys, that Couch to 5K, it is lighting up everywhere because it's really taking the revving the words and putting them in a sequence of order to help people progress who maybe wouldn't consider themselves runners. Hey, listen, if you're a runner, that's awesome. We encourage you to check out the program though, because the basics are in there. Good form, breathing technique, posture, and be there to encourage those who are starting. Because remember, once upon a time, you started with a two minute run and progressed. So it is amazing to watch us all come together, encouraging one another on. Lisa, thanks for posting that back in the community page. Uh, reach out to info at revelationwellness.org. We would love to send you a love greater than fear package because we read your review on the air. You can get the Couch to 5K program. Swipe up. There's a link to find out more. Remember, come Labor Day, which is going to be here before you know it, we are all going to run our virtual 5K together. So be trained and be trained up for it. Learn more. All right, you guys, I have a revving the word for you today is speaking of going for a walk, moving our bodies and renewing our minds. Your brain loves this. Be kind to it. Be kind to you. Hug yourself. Give yourself good brain hugs every time you think a good thought or hear a good word. I'm encouraged by the growth that I'm reading back in all these places, social media and over on Facebook. Thanks, you guys. Have a great day. Partners, thank you for making this possible. Your monthly donations keep the lights on and spreading good news everywhere we go. If there's a person with a body and breath, they are who we are going for. So thank you for making that happen. We'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. All right. Big breath, inhale. Exhale. Do a few of those audible breaths. Right. Today, Lectio Divina. You guys, you love these, and I love that you love them. That means you love to let the word speak to you. Not me, but the word. That's good. So lots of breath, because it's the spirit of God, the breath of the Almighty that's given you life. So breathe into that. However you're feeling. Maybe some of you are facing some difficult situations, circumstances, confusing times. Come on. To be alive right now. Some confusing times. But we will not fall for the enemy and his suspicions. 
that God is not good. He is. God's good. The suspicion that God is not all-powerful. He is. We're told in Isaiah that God's thoughts are higher than ours and His ways are higher than ours. He's God. So God, here we are. Thank you that you love us. You want to be near us. You want to be with us. That you are with us. That it is our mind that gets in the way. The lies we believe because of the pain we've received. So here we are, God, pressing into a little bit of discomfort today. Finding our breath. Because we know if we can find our breath, we can find you. To have your way. Have your way in this time. Use your word to build us up. Tear down any faulty foundations. And build. Build according to your plans. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so steady state today, meaning you're just going to move and move consistently. You pick a level on a scale of 1 to 10. Now it's exercise. So anywhere from a 5 and higher is exercise. That means we are going to employ higher blood pool than sitting breathing, laying in bed, like you're, you're moving. That's exercise. So we're doing that. And as you go, I'm going to read the word to you. We're going to work into Ephesians 4 today. From 17 to verse 24. It's titled, The New Life. Well, that's a good one right there. So as we work through Electio Divina, I'm going to read the scripture and ask you what, what pops out at you, what's highlighted. And can I encourage you, when I read the word, think in pictures. See the story playing out. See God himself speaking to you. Like a teacher pointing to the chalkboard, when you're learning the word cat or the letter C, You'll see a picture of a cat, and you learn C, C, cat. Seriously, let the Holy Spirit teach you. Think in pictures. And then I'll ask you what the Word is saying to you. So what's the teacher teaching? What pops out at you for the scripture that I read? And then you get to raise your hand and ask a question or say what you need to say. That's the second part. Well, that's actually the third part. Because the first part is just reading it. Second part is letting it teach you. Third is letting you have questions or concerns or comments. <laughs> this is relational. He's not here to boss you around. He wants whatever in you to come out. And then the fourth part, how are you going to adjust to the authority 
in the Lordship, that He is the way, He is the truth, and He is life. Everything else is just lofty arguments, wasting time. I don't know about you, I ain't got time to waste. Make the day matter. All right. I'm going to read the whole passage. So move your body, listen, think in pictures, and have fun. Verse 17, Ephesians 4. Now this I say and testify in the Lord, that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do in the futility of their minds. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardness of heart. They have become callous and have given themselves up to sensuality, greed, practicing every kind of impurity. But that is not the way you learned Christ. Assuming that you have heard about him and were taught in him as the truth is in Jesus. To put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and to put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. This is the word of God. All right, here we go. Verse 17. Now this I say and testify in the Lord, that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do in the futility of their minds. What's the word saying to you? Okay, now you get to raise your hand. Go ahead. What's on your mind with that? And that now this I testify and say that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do in the futility of their minds. Speak. Okay, 
How will you adjust? What, what's the Lord want to say in closing? And for you to take the right step in the right direction. Love and logic. <laughs> what's the loving and logical thing for you to do? Confess and repent right now. Yeah. Verse 18. They, remember the Gentiles are those who don't live, they don't know God's word. They've been in a pagan lifestyle. Unbelievers. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to their hardness of heart. What is the word saying to you? I come out of agreement with the lie that you have left me on my own. Oh, I am not alone. I come out of agreement with the worry and the fear I've come to know. No, they won't have a hold on me. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to their hardness of heart. Raise your hand. What's the question? What's the comment? What's your concern? I can trust your heart. I come into agreement with what Okay. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to their hardness of heart. What's your change? Your direction? Turning to God to say and declare what? Darkness, no evil will 
All right. Good job. Man, this is weightlifting, isn't it? Come on. This, is, this isn't just passing time, burning a few calories, working off yesterday's cookies. Come on. This is working off a lifetime of heavy spirit, <laughs> lies, unbelief, fear, shame, guilt, anger, bitterness. Verse 13. They have become callous and have given themselves up to sensuality, greedy, to practice every kind of impurity. Now, come on. I just want to say, some of you are already going, that's not me. Don't do that. Just submit yourself to the word. Don't resist. Soften into it. What is it saying to you? guys a lot of this you have to lay your heart bare open to hear the word open your heart to be searched searched and known so the word can read you and you will leave here reflecting it they have become callous and have given themselves up to sensuality Another word for that, pleasures of the flesh. Anything that feels good must be good. Greedy to practice every kind of impurity. What do you need to say? What's your question? Concern. No worry will prosper against me. No darkness, no evil will tease or torment me. No weapon, no worry will prosper against me. No darkness, no evil will tease or torment me. Hope power, dominion to what name is given. Verse 19. They have become callous and have given themselves up to sensuality, greedy, to practice every kind of impurity. Now, make a declaration. Make a truth statement in line with the truth, the way and the life. Use your mouth. If I haven't told you already, you should be talking to yourself out loud. Make a confession. Lose the weight. Your 
right. <laughs> so good. Smile a little bit. Come on. Take a deep breath. Scan your body right now. Notice if you're clenching your hands, your jaws. Maybe your shoulders are crawling up to your ears. Just pay attention. Because your body is holding your story while it's hearing truth. It's hearing a new story. So it will constrict and restrict sometimes. Pay attention. Get curious and notice. Verse 20. Think in pictures. And by the way, when I read the scripture over and over, go ahead and try to say it with me. It doesn't matter if you don't get it right. You're trying. You're failing. Frequently attempting and learning. That's good. That's what failing is in the kingdom. Frequently trying, getting closer and closer every time. Verse 20. This is where it pivots. But that is not the way you learned Christ. Exclamation point. Assuming that you have heard about him and were taught in him as the truth is in Jesus. That is not the way you learned Christ. Assuming that you have heard about him and were taught in him as the truth is in Jesus. What's the word saying to you? Okay, <laughs> what do you want to say? What's, what's grabbing you? But that is not the way you learned Christ. Assuming that you have heard about him and were taught in him as the truth is in Jesus. What do you want to say? Nice. Okay. And I want to say something there. You don't have to pick a fight just to pick a fight. Listen, the beauty of maturing in Christ is you, you correct fast. So you don't have to have an argument there. You can just be like, oh my gosh, I get it. Or if you're convicted, go with it right there. And even if you're raising your hand to say, teacher, you're right. That's amazing. Say it again, show me again. Can I come up and try? <laughs> That's what he wants. So you don't have to sit in sackcloth when you've got that course correction. Go ahead and say it now. But that is not the way you learn Christ. Assuming that you have heard about him and were taught in him as the truth is in Jesus.
<laughs> okay. Verse 22. Now here's what you've learned and here's what you've heard about the truth that is in Jesus. Put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires. I'm gonna read it again. I want you to think in pictures. Put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires. What's the word saying? What is the word showing you? Think in pictures. Okay. Do you have a question? Do you have a concern? Tell him. Somebody give a praise in this house. Put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires. Put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires. <laughs> what is the new direction? What is the declaration? Apply it, speak it to your life, to your circumstance. Be specific about putting off your old self. Verse 23 might be my favorite. And be renewed in the spirit of your minds. That's it, say it with me. And be renewed in the spirit of your minds. Think of pictures. Be renewed in the spirit of your minds. This goes with putting off the old self. Be renewed in the spirit of your minds. What's the word saying? I was walking the wayside. Okay. What's your question? Your comment? Your concern? 
your need, state it now, to be renewed in the spirit of your minds. Everyone, give me a ha-ha. Ha-ha. Hey. And to be renewed in the spirit of your mind. What's your declaration? Change of direction. Putting off your old self. I can't use your words. Your words have a frequency. They shift atmosphere. Your cells in your body rise or fall to the words you say. burst and put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness what's the word saying to put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness what do you want to say what do you need the declaration. State your truth, beloved. Speak it to the cells of your body, to your skin, to the atmosphere, to your neighborhood, to your community, city, state, nation, countries, kings, worlds. State it. You did it. Well done. Those are our verses. Some of you need to take some notes. Go back. Listen again. What we love about rubbing the words, Lexia Divina.
makes it personal. Personal. I would like seven minutes to preach. And I have a feeling what I'm about to preach, you're now going to be able to go, uh-huh, because you heard for yourself. You didn't just hear from me and go, that's kind of a cool thought. You heard for yourself. And that's fun, because that's the spirit. The unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. Gentiles. The old self. When we were rebels of God, living in the futility of our minds, our understanding darkened, and we were ignorant, not on purpose. You just don't know what you don't know. This is why it's so important that we go out today and shine some light and let people know and see Christ in you, the hope of glory. Otherwise, how will they know they're in darkness unless light shows up? You are the light. No longer ignorant and darkened in your mind and your understanding. But all of this, our futility, the darkness. And think about it, darkness is confusing. Do you ever try to walk in the dark? Stub your toe. <laughs> or there's this, this like fear. A lot of people just live in it. Darkness is, is normal to them. Fear is the constant companion. And so in the futility of our minds, we create idols, systems, programs to help us get through the darkness, to mitigate the fear. But all of this is due to the hardness of heart. The hardness of heart. Jesus later, earlier in the Gospels, Matthew 13, he disciplines a crowd and says, for this people's heart has grown dull. And with their ears, they can barely hear. And with their eyes have closed. Otherwise, they would see with their eyes, hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and turn, and I would heal them. Hardness of heart. The word Greek word is porosis. It means to cover with a callus, or the mind of one who's been blunted. It's like a dull knife, covered with callus. You guys, calluses form from repeated friction on skin. Friction is fire, it's heat. hardness of heart comes from generations of friction, pain, heat. And so we thicken up and we thicken up. <laughs> Anyone ever had a callus? It just gets thick to the point you cannot feel anymore. Your conscience seared, burned. You can't feel it. Burning and dealing with pain and fear just becomes normal life. 
and that creates a hardness of heart. This is why you are blessed when you're able to recognize my heart is hardening. Y'all, personal story. Some of you know my marriage years ago. It's what we've walked through, the deliverance of God, but it was on the line. My husband was an atheist as I was being called to this. And I thought for sure God would would turn him soon, bring him so I could build. But nope, it kept getting worse and worse. Harder and harder. The pain got bigger and bigger. The callousness of heart. I was so afraid of the hurt. Even though I had Jesus. The pain of persecution from the one or ones who should love you the most. I don't think there's any greater pain. It's something Jesus knew because he came into the world and his own, his people, the Jews, who should have known him because they've been studying, refused to come to him. Pain. And then to see the pain of the destruction they were causing, the heavy yokes they were laying on people. Oh, how did he not? How did he not flip every table in every city he went to? Because he was so connected to the Father. He and the Father are one. If you've seen Christ, you've seen the Father. Oneness. And the hardness of my heart. And at one point in our marriage, there was a time of separation. It was God ordained for me that time. Because the darkness was so dark, it could no longer live with the light. And I remember the minute that we were apart, I felt freedom. Freedom to worship, freedom to just be with God. I didn't need, I didn't want another man. I wasn't in it for that. And I can remember thinking to myself, I'm never going back to that. I can't do that anymore. And in the whisper of my heart, I heard the Spirit say, don't harden your heart. Don't build a wall around your pain now that the enemy has been dealt with. Keep your heart tender. Elisa, that has to do with your old self. Your hardness of heart is your old self. And that is not the way we learned Christ. We learned Christ that we are a new creation, that we are born again, that we can see the kingdom because we've been born into a new life. A life where we put off the old self that belongs to our former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires. You know what will deceive you? The need to self-preserve. The need to protect yourself. Blessed are you when you are persecuted for the sake of the kingdom, for righteousness. Blessed are you when others revile you. (laughs) 
<laughs> we cannot let our heart pull back to live inside the safety nucleus when the new self is created to push into darkness. But here's important to know, in that time, I did some healing. I needed that, the Lord knew, I needed that space to get with the Lord, to get tender, to stay tender, to stay soft, to get my heart positioned and ready for the next season our marriage is about to move in, which was one of healing, one of reconciliation, and it's hard to do, easier to say, hard to do, because there are these, these hanging chads, these hangnails that hold on to the pain you've received. And it just wants a moment with you. If it can't have you for a life because you now have a new life, hardness of heart will take a moment. Bitterness, anger, rage, but we are blessed when we notice that's our propensity. So put off your old self and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. The spirit came in and spoke to my mind and said, don't let your heart get hard here. Don't build a wall. Don't build a wall, Elisa. So thank you, God, for your word. Thank you for this time. Heal, <laughs> heal us into newness of life. Thank you that you renew our minds with your spirit that you ransom us with the blood of Jesus from our futile ways. You didn't do it with gold. You didn't do it with silver, God. You did it with the blood of your son that we have been ransomed from our futile ways. And we put off our old self. A prisoner of pain, we are no more. And we put on the new self. A person who thinks, feels, and chooses things like God. Image bearers. We love you, God. Do the work. Finish what you started. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, you guys. Thank you. I just thank you. And I, I feel this call out. There are so many of you that are experiencing new life because of these podcasts, because you've encountered this ministry. I'm going to ask you boldly, are you a partner with us? Would you consider partnering with us? Would you become a monthly partner on mission to be these new creations, to be contagious on the earth? Because wherever there's a body with breath, we will go. And it's a crazy time on the earth. And I know that resources seem scarce, but there is no lack in the kingdom. And if you are being blessed here, I challenge you. Press into a little discomfort. Two less coffees a month, whatever it is. Become a partner. Become an instructor. Get active. Love you guys. Peace.